It's time to explore the unexplained, to delve into the mysteries of our world and the realms beyond, to seek out the answers to phenomena that defy conventional explanation. Welcome to Paranormal Underground Radio in the Dark with Karen Frazier and Chucky G, where that journey begins. Hi, this is Paranormal Underground Radio in the Dark with Chucky G and Karen Frazier. Uh, I hope, was it a good song we played at the beginning? Oh, what was it? Why does it say Screamers Rule? Why what was that? What does that mean? That's what was in the drawer that you opened today. Oh, yeah. That was Patty. Yeah, that was not funny, Patty. Not at all. I just suggested he open the drawer. And here's the thing. He looked at me suspiciously, and he opened the drawer anyway. And then he about hit the ceiling when the drawer screamed at him. Yeah, man. What's, what's wrong with you people? Are you trying to kill me or something? I'm out here. I'm having a heart attack in the hotel and become one of the, the, the what do they call them? Permanent. The permanents. I don't want to be a permanent, Patty. It was like, Karen's like, go open the drawer. Go open the drawer. So I'm trying to open it really slow to see what's in there. I didn't expect auditorial sounds to come yeah, out. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, Lord. I think I pooped in my pants a little. I'm pretty sure I did. A little. Did you change them? Since Chuck is sitting right here next to me, because we are live from the haunted Old Wheeler Hotel, our first <laughs> live and first together I know. Show. This is crazy. I know. So, um, you know, I'm just hoping that you changed your pants. I changed my pants. I do like Oregon, though. See, I said Oregon. Yes. See, I didn't say Oregon. Oregon. That he had to learn to say Oregon, Cheryl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was but, calling it Oregon. Yeah, well, I'll tell you this, though. Flying into Oregon scared the crap out of me. I don't look forward to jumping off into the Here's the thing. When you fly into Oregon. Portland, you have to come in over the mountains, and you have to almost, like, nosedive to get into the airport. And I wasn't going to share that part with you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So you just kept out of there, and then I was like, I'm holding on to the chair like G-Force, you know? It only lasts like a minute or so, but just enough to make you go, what the hell was that about? I understand how other people on the flight are just like, oh, whatever, do, 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 yeah, G-Force, whatever. I don't even understand how the pilot could do that because that's, I mean, that was pretty intense. I mean, it really pushes you back. You can I know. Well, yes. I don't know. You, you, you survived. But to like regular Think people. Think about your brother flew to Omaha back oh, yesterday. Boys. He flies all the time. <laughs> but to like, wait, I'll do regular flying people. Like, does they, they get used to that and it doesn't affect them or what? I mean, I mean, physically affected me. That's what I'm trying to understand. Oh, well, you chew gum. You just, you, you're used to it. Oh. Yeah. Well, you're just used to it. Yeah. When you fly, you're used to it. So. Well, I'm just not used to it. So. There you go. So this is it. This is this is two hours of this tonight. Yeah. yeah. I know. So do we before we start talking about the haunted yes. Wheeler where we are sitting yes. right now? Do we want to do the news? Um, I suppose we could do the news. Sure. You want to do the okay, news? Cheryl, you have the news loaded up. Okay. When the world gets weird and things don't make any sense, it's news of the strange and the odd. Kaboom! It's time. Well, she said four, three, two, one. It sounded like it was an explosion going on. Kaboom! Four, three, two, one. Oh. Earth below us. Okay, you know what? Look, listen, I came prepared to Oregon. With he came the news. with the news printed out. Look at. I said, yeah. "Do you have the news?" Can you see it? And he said, "Yes, I have it. I have it in my suitcase." And I was sitting in a chair next to him, and I said, "Well, this is me preparing for the show. So good for you." I know. There you go. So here we go, folks. As per requested every week, Paranormal News for 11 15 Mysterious purple slime coats Norway's, uh, how do you say that, by the way? Fjord. Fjord. 
Now this comes from the local.no. So, okay, so our mysterious purple slime has emerged off the coast of northern Norway, coating millions of cubic feet of the picturesque Fjord. 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 Sounds really good. Like Fjord. Fjord. All right. With a strange mucoid margin. Oh. Margarine-like substance. Oh, that's mm, gross. Let's put that on some toast. We have not been able to find out what this really is, other than we are talking about large amounts of jellyfish, which, by the way, I saw the He saw a jellyfish mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. As Roger Larson, associate professor at the university, told state's news press broadcasters NRK on Sunday, the images we are picking up from the echo sounders and other equipment are totally atypical. We have tried to gather information to find the answer, but I'm absolutely sure that this is something we've never seen before. Larson, who has been surviving the emergency of the slime since fishermen first began reporting it in late August, said the substance has collected in a 200-meter-wide belt around it. We are talking about millions of cubic meters, he said. On Monday, tone Falkenhog, look at this, and Jane Hel- John Helgi Fossak. Uh, yeah, there you go, thank you. Oceanographers at Norway's Institute of the Marine Research argued that the slime might have been caused by, get this, gigantic bloom of cigar comb jellies, which have been particularly disintegrated. So it's like... Yeah, because like, jellyfish is... Ew, that's yeah. gross. You saw them on the I beach. Know. You know what they're like? They look like giant loogies. He, 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 thought, they were giant, he thought they were like giant bubbles. They did. not. It's probably but dead. But he took a picture anyway. Yes, it's like... Probably dead or partially dead jellyfish. We think it's kind of a jellyfish. We think it's called, all right, say that one. Tenophora barrow. All right, I'm going with that. We can't explain why it is like this, but it's uncommon that jellyfish appear in very dense uh, areas like this, especially in the deep. She said that while she had herself never seen a bloom of jellyfish breaking down into mucoid substance, like that mucoid substance. Phenomenon has been documented elsewhere. I have heard that you can get this when it's rotten, that you get this purple mucus from jellyfish. I didn't see any purple on the beach. It wasn't um, rotten yet. I know. If you have dense blooms of jellyfish and they fall down into the water column and they start to disintegrate. So there you go. That's my first. What do you think about that one? I think it's very prescient and very, very apropos for where you are because Chuck spent his the morning on the beach this oh, morning. Oh, yes, the beach. But before we get to the news, the beach. Wow, that was really cool, A. Really cold. It was windy. It was windy. Okay, here you go. He's from. He claims he's from the Midwest. I think not. (laughs) Okay, so here's one for you. Demonic wardrobe entity trashes antique store. This comes from HeraldExpress.com. We were in an antique store today as well. (laughs) An antique shop in historic town centered uh, Pagan Tons historic town center is haunted by a ghost called Emily who is angry after the owners brought an ordinate wardrobe with a scary, satanic headcard. The owners of the old shop in, in Winter Street first noticed odd goings on after they bought the wardrobe, but this week things came to a head when the shop was trashed in the night and three mediums were called in. Two of the women were too scared to stay in the shop. The mediums? Mm-hmm, yeah, the mediums were. The wardrobe has now been sold to a museum. In the early hours of Tuesday morning, old U shop owner Linda Bell said she was freaked out after she came down to see that her shop had been completely trashed. Linda said, out my back, there were mirrors broken, the place was trashed, and weirdly, and weirdly, weirdly there was strings string thrown around the shop and intertwined over objects and antiques. It was really strange. It was the Dybbuk wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She then phoned a medium who visited the store previously when the paranormal activity started earlier this year. I was hysterical. I called the medium in tears. 
When she came to the shop, she brought two other women with her. They got really scared. They had to leave, and they wouldn't come back in. Uh, it was like Blackpool Illuminations in there with the lights going on and off and on and off. A plate was smashed next to us, traveling from the back room. It's funny now. I look back on it, but at the time, it was terrifying. The medium has suggested that a spirit is haunting the shop in itself rather than the cupboard, and the cupboard was a trigger for the activity, something that upset the spirit enough to cause severe disturbances. The lights are still going on and off every now. The medium mentioned that it's likely that they had always there had always been activity on a smaller scale, but we hadn't noticed it until it was aggravated when we brought in the cupboard. I am noticing that things now that I've never really noticed before. I like that one. That makes sense to me. I mean, that theory it makes sense because all sorts of things can activate energy that maybe was there before. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking. Yeah. So I mean, I, I don't know, but I don't understand if it's a demonic thing. Why is it called M light? Isn't that kind of like a very common name. I we yeah. had a cat named Emily once who was. Whew. I don't know. I'm just thinking the demon would just. Yeah. It's just really weird. Okay, last one. Here you go. Indonesia is using crocodiles as prison guards. I think this is a smart idea. I'm really thinking this is a smart idea. Crocodiles, Portuguese men of war. You know, a little bit of everything. <laughs> anything dangerous. Uh -huh. A remarkable new plan could see drug convicts incarcerated with prison guards by crocodiles. Not content with the potential for death row drug inmates to escape by bribing the guards, Indonesia's anti-drugs agency has put forth plans to build a radical new type how of Because How are you going to bribe a crocodile? Mm -hmm. Unlike conventional jails, however, this one will be replaced by human guards with crocodiles. We will place as many crocodiles as we can there, said the anti-drug chief, Moody, who plans to scour the uh, area for the reptiles. I will search for the most ferocious type of crocodiles. You can't bribe crocodiles. There you go, Karen. You can't c convince them to let inmates come to fight there. All right. The plan is very much at drawing board stages at this point. However, authorities seem to be convinced that staffing a prison with ferocious reptiles is a better idea than using human guards. Tom says crocs can be bought with live chickens, but here's the thing: <laughs> Are they? Do they have live chickens in the prison? Are they drug offenders? Yeah. In the chickens? How about just, drug, pull, like, the maybe you could bribe out. them with another drug offender. Oh, anyway, go on. Oh, that's uh -huh. it. There you go. Where exactly the prison will be located? How much it will cost and when it will open up are all currently still under discussion. Um, whether the idea will actually ever work and practice also remains a matter of some. Doesn't that just kind of sound like um, the princess, like guarding the princess with a dragon in a castle yes. with a moat? I like that. No, but I like the point that you point out. You could just take the one, the one drug guy could take the other drug guy and go, you know, I don't like this guy anyway. Here we go. But here you go. And then he feeds it to the crocs. Crocs eating him, and he just runs right past them. If we are ever in an Indonesian drug prison, uh -huh. I know we're set. We know how to break out of there. That's a dead man. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the bait so Karen can get out of the jail. That's Wonderful. right. <laughs> he's, he's my bribe. He's my crocodile bribe. bribe. So, what do you think about those, Cheryl? What do you think about those wonderful news stories, huh? Oh, she she's nodding. She nods she, her head. Yeah, she's like, yeah, whatever. It's good. Oh, were you muted, Cheryl? Yes, I mute myself so I don't say anything strange that's on the air. <laughs> <laughs> because that's Wait, that's our yeah, job. Yeah, you're stranger than what we say on the air. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I just think that's some crazy stuff. I'm I like, I'm like, that's crazy. I, I mean, come on. The crocodiles aren't always going to like bite you either. Sometimes you can just run right over them, and I don't know. You know what I mean? I, they terrify me. I would not go anywhere near them. Oh, so if you were like a drug person in jail, then you would be stuck there because you're not going to go past crocodiles? That's correct. All right. Okay, well, there you go. There you have it. All right. So let's talk the Haunted Wheeler Hotel, shall we? Sure. That's okay. We sure. can talk about that. So Chuck has been um, exploring the hotel. 
Yeah, this place. A little is, bit at uh, a time. This place is an interesting place. Um, I have to say that um, well, we we started in the the basement area, um, and oh, thanks for the rock. Uh, and uh, it was very interesting because um, the energy down there is like well, it's it's different in every area that you go in. You know, of course, Karen is constantly testing me. To see if I, you know, pick things up or I'm going to the right areas. I'm not testing you. I'm just asking you. I, I know you're just trying to see what's going on with me. But um, so yeah, it was it was really cool because there was some like there was uh, Jonathan, that was his name. He was like, "Come on in here to the one room," and I went in there and it was like this really crazy, wild, like, "Hey, you know, I got stuff to tell you," kind of you know energy. Um, there was uh, yep. There was also the the little girl. There was a little girl that just skips around this place all the time. I see her all the time when I'm here. So it's kind of cool. Um, Let's pause that for a minute because Bob has entered the Bob, chat. Oh, yes. Bob has entered the chat. That's right. So our friend Bob Fountain mm -hmm. and our loyal listener who's even here on his birthday. Oh, well, that's it. It's his birthday. So we are going to sing. Cheryl, do you want to sing with us? Sure. All right. All right. So we're going to sing happy birthday to Bob. Ready? Ready? Here Ready we go. Bob? Here we go. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Bob. Happy birthday to you. Cheryl, Cheryl, you lagged a little bit there. I messed it all up. Sorry. It's no. all right. It was very good. Happy birthday, a, Bob. Yeah, it was wonderful. It was like a kind of echoey effect to the happy, happy birthday, Bob. Happy birthday. Way. Thanks for being a loyal listener. We wish you were here in... Lovely Wheeler, Oregon. Yeah, that'd be cool. We could have the gun show, Bob. We oh, could have the gun God, show. Yeah, man. that's what I need is somebody else showing me their flexed muscles <laughs> between Jim and Chuck. Oh, my God. Oh, good no. Lord. Wait, I should be proud of my muscles. They worked hard to get these babies. It was yeah. all, like, flab yeah. before. Right? Anyway, so you were talking about the girl. Oh, yeah, the, the little girl that skips around. She's pretty cool. She's actually really friendly. Um, she goes, for, like, down the hall, through the rooms, um... That, that I like a lot. Um, then there was the moment where uh, we, we needed to come to Mary Margaret. Um, so it was interesting because I guess evidently. She is very um, fragile. She's very fragile. And she does not like people to go near her. Yes. So um, Karen's like, well, just kind of walk through and see what you feel. So I went through this one room before I even got near her, and I felt like this energy, like at one point in the room, not knowing that the room used to be a morgue, so mm -hmm. it was kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I saved that for later, didn't I? Yes, you did, way later. But I'm like, why am I feeling energy like so this? So let me tell you about the morgue, though. Yeah, Chuck sorry. can walk through the morgue. I can walk, what, about three steps into mm -hmm. it, and I'm stopped, and yeah. literally I cannot go forward. Yeah, was, I know because I try. It was pretty crazy. And I just can't. So I went right straight through it, but I, as I'm going straight through it, right before I got to the other end, you know, kind of curves me going to the hallway. Um, there was like this, this big, like, vortex. I don't know, like, it felt like a tornado kind of spinning, you know? And I felt like it was from the ground up going straight up through the ceiling. So, I, and every time I would come past that, my arm hair would stand up. I'd get goosebumps. And as soon as I walked past, it was right back down. So I thought it was kind of cool. So then we moved into the, uh, I guess I can't throw this little doorway thing, into the hallway where Mary Margaret's area is in the back. And I was already back there making sure that she didn't freak out. Yeah, and I didn't want to, like, go in there, you know, like, I wanted to just be cool. So I kind of moved up to that area and asked if it was okay if I went in there. Evidently, she wanted me to come right in because she was, like, telling me, you know, come on in, come on, come on, come on, come on. Um, she kept calling me uh, the wounded bird. 
That's what she was calling me. The wounded bird. The wounded bird. And she showed me Woodstock, remember? Yeah. Woodstock from yeah. Charlie yeah. Brown. Yeah. And, and, and you said it was because that was what people used to call you was Charlie Brown. Yeah. And Tom, Tom's listening. My brother's listening. They used to, and when I was in like Audubon in grade school, it was Charlie Brown all the time. So, um, that was pretty crazy. So I'm like, uh, okay. So I came in and I got all the way in and she said, come in farther. I can only go in so far. But then I kind of felt her rubbing my left arm. Yeah, and she was playing with my hair and too. And your hair like mm -hmm. moving in between us. Mm -hmm. And she was very friendly. And uh, like Tom said, yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, so she was very friendly. And uh, like she, she want, like, I felt like she was trying to console me, you know what I mean, in a way. So uh, that was kind of nice, you know, to be consoled. Because like he's a wounded bird. Because I'm a wounded bird. He has a broken wing. Yes. So then I uh, <laughs> I kind of moved out of there after a while, but she didn't want me to go. She kind of like wanted me to stay, which I kind of felt. So um, plus I, you say that she can move around the hotel, right? She's oh, like, yeah, yeah. Because I, I felt that she's been kind of like watching me, like just to make sure I'm, I'm not going to crack on them or something. I mean, she thinks, but. Well, and the basement here is a big deal because not a lot of people get to go down in it. Um, because people have abused the privilege and therefore the owner, Katie, is very um, cautious about mm -hmm. who she allows in for any type of paranormal stuff. Yeah, it was really nice that she, uh, well, it's nice that she allowed me into her home, let alone, you know, the basement. But I mean, just being here and, and the room that I have is just unbelievable. The, the view, I mean, the bed that's like three times the size of my bed and uh, it's just, it's a really nice place, you know, it's just like if, when you walk in here, it's like um, you feel at home, you know, like I feel like, and I hate to say like I equate to, I go into my grandma's house or something, but I do, I feel like I'm just at home, you know, it's very comfortable um, and the whole area is just very comfortable. So anybody that wants to stay out here in Oregon has to come to the old Wheeler Hotel. That's where you have to come. It is. It's beautiful, and it's it's it is it's a it's a really a wonderful place. And we're in um a, a different room. Jim and I did not stay in the bed with Chuck. We we got our own room. <laughs> and um, ours is great. I mean, ours oh, yeah. is like a little suite. It's got a little kitchen, and we're in a little sitting room. That's yeah. where Chuck and I are right now. And then mm -hmm. it's got the bedroom and the bathroom. And yeah, it's pretty fabulous. It's really nice. So and yes. I got like a cool red couch in my room. It's really cool to sit on. He has a fainting couch. He's uh, gonna lay back on it with his wrist across his forehead. Oh, I'm just so tired today. Yes, I'm so faint. But I love the view. The view just blows me away. And then the, what really blows me away is when you go into the breakfast area, that's like, during the day, it's like all lit up. It's just all glass. And it's just, it's just, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's just really cool. So, uh, yeah, I like the place here and I like the spirits and I like, uh, I like everything about it. It's very uh, homey. You know? and, yeah. And, and this morning, what happened? Oh, yeah, this morning, so, you know, I'm still trying to figure out the time zone change, um, and uh, so I'm like, okay, uh, I'm, I'm sleeping, and I think I got up around... We went to bed at, like, 8.30 last night. I yeah. mean, we were party animals, let me tell you. Yeah, I was, yeah. So, I was so wiped, you know. Uh, so, like, okay, so I went to bed, I got up about 3. Like, I normally, I usually wake up once before I, I get up the second time. So I woke up, I was like, okay, go to the bathroom, whatever, and lay back down, and I was like, I'm just going to stretch out across the bed, you know, to the left. Because I was just laying in my little corner of the bed, you know. And then when I stretched out to the left to put my arm out, I started to fall asleep. And I was kind of like in between awake and asleep. And then I feel a finger tapping me on my forearm. I mean, Like a, a living like finger. A, like a, I, Did first, you think I was in your room yeah, tapping Yeah, I thought you? someone was trying to wake me up because I woke up. And I'm like, and I'm like what the heck? You know, like, I'm like, I locked the door. I'm like, what the heck? And I woke up and I look and there's like, there's nobody there. Like, I mean, there was like I felt... Like when I first woke up, I felt energy and then just gone. And I was like, 
did I really just feel that? I'm like, yeah. I mean, I can still, I, in my head now, I can still think, wow, that was like some serious, like that was tapping on my arm. That was like, no, like, oh, I'm having a dream or no, that was something going, tick, 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 tick. Yeah, because I did. I, I, I thought, like, how did someone get in my room? Well, why are they waking me up? Like, is it, is it really late? Or, you know, and I got up and I think it was about five, I think, something like that. Like, well, well you know, it would be like seven o'clock my time. So, the normal time I get up. So, yeah, that was kind of crazy. So, I was like, okay, I'm up. Whoever wanted to wake me up, I'm up. So there you go. Yeah, and then this evening we were all in my room, and Katie, the hotel owner, came by, and she had a rock in her hand, and she a crystal. Yeah. And she put it on the on the mantelpiece, and I said, "What's up with that?" And she said, "Well, it was on the floor outside your room." Mm-hmm. And she said, "So I figured one of you dropped it. Well, it's not ours. We're the only guests in the hotel, and it wasn't there earlier because we went in and out of my room several yeah. times today." Yeah. And it wasn't there. And um, Katie had Swiffered, and it wasn't there. So, yes, we have an aquamarine crystal that was left outside of, right outside mm-hmm. of Jim, our, our door. Yep. And, and, and we had been mm-hmm. down buying crystals today. Yeah. And, yep. and yep. yeah, so. There you have it, man. Out of nowhere, it just pops up. So. Who knows? The mystery continues. Here. That's right. I, and you said it's not yours. You don't no, recognize it's, it's it. Yeah, mine. it's not mine. She just, Katie just assumed it was one of ours. And no. Well, we're being left gifts now. Yes, that's very cool. So, uh, yeah, this place is uh, really amazing. I mean, you just have to. And there's like I was telling I was telling Katie that I said I've seen pictures of the place, you know, and stuff like that. But to be in it, it's it's nothing compared to the pictures. Don't do it justice, really. You have to be in. You have to be in here in the moment to get that feel, you know. Yeah, and it does. It has a, it has a really great energy. And every room there there are nine guest rooms. And I mean, so it's a, it's a small hotel, a little bed and breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are nine rooms and every room has a story and every room has kind of its own, its own spirit. Yeah. So. By the way, like we're in this room, what, in your room, what is, what is. I don't know that this one, I don't know that okay. there's much in this one. Yeah. It's just been a beautiful energy, really yeah. nice energy in this room. And what's interesting is that Chuck was, um, because Chuck's been really f- looking forward to coming out here. Hey, Cheryl, do you have that? We sent that to you, the come soon. Do you still have that? Um, do I have that? That is a good question. I don't Because that would be great to, great to play. Can you email it to her? Um, yeah. yeah. Drop it into Skype. I may have it, but I'd have to go back into well, my Skype archive. he's going to have to email it to me to drop it into Skype, because remember, we're just on my computer tonight. Ah, yes. Uh, let yeah. me look real quick, and, and did you drop it into the Skype window? We dropped it in the Skype last time, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. We have to go to break anyways. Yeah, we can take care of it when we go to break. Yeah. We'll go to break in just a minute. Yeah. But anyway, so Chuck was asking at home one day, he was asking about the hotel because he'd been excited about coming, and he got this fantastic EVP that we'll play after break. Yeah, pretty yeah. crazy. I even played it for Katie, and she was like, okay. Yeah. I was like, it's pretty clear. Yeah. It is. So, yes, and Monkey loves it here. She's made herself right at home. She's laying on the floor just behind Chuck's foot. I'm actually afraid she's actually accidentally going to step that's, on her. No, that's why I keep so, paying attention to where she's at. That's if you hear a, a yelp and a screech, that means it happened. I know. I'll try not to step on Monkey. It'll be fine. <laughs> so why don't we do that? Are you ready for a break, Cheryl? Yeah, we can go to break. Okay. Let's go to break so that we can get this come soon thing sent to you. And then we'll come back and we'll be talking more about the old Wheeler Hotel. And also, um, we'll be open for calls. Cheryl, you want to share the number before we go to break? Um, you have it? Yes. Uh, let me do that. If you want to call in to talk to Karen and Chucky e. G, 
call 714-646-4197. And if we answer, uh, please just uh, wait until Karen and Chuck talk to you, and then we'll get you on. Yeah, and you can talk to us about, you can ask us about the Wheeler, you can call and talk to us about anything you can call and wish Bob a happy birthday if you want. So whatever, so stick around, we're going to take a break. You're listening to Paranormal Underground Radio in the Dark here on MixLR, and we'll be right back. Mm -hmm. Hi everybody, this is Getty Lee for RAD. To many of us, drunk driving is something that other people do. Certainly not one of our friends or relatives would do such a thing. When you see someone who's had too much to drink, about to get into a car, urge them to give up the keys and find alternate transportation. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives, you should too. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Do you want to keep up with what's going on at Paranormal Underground? Then tweet us on Twitter at Paranormal UG. Or follow us on Facebook at Paranormal Underground. Meet us on MySpace, Paranormal Underground. There's no need to be in the dark about what's going on at Paranormal Underground. Join us on your favorite social networking site today. Hey everyone, it's Karen Frazier from Paranormal Underground Radio. I'm here to tell you about my latest book, Pioneer Spirits, Investigating the Haunted Lewis County Historical Museum. In the book, I got together with Patty Valdez, South Sound Paranormal Research. SSPR has actually interacted with the ghosts at the Lewis County Historical Museum for more than seven years, and the experiences that I've had there as a volunteer and paranormal investigator have been significant. So I'm excited to share the story of the ghosts there with you. I hope you'll pick up a copy of Pioneer Spirits so that you too can know what it's like to encounter one of Washington State's most active haunts. This book is available on Amazon.com or you can visit my website at AuthorKarenFraser.com. So you're looking for the best in Paranormal Radio. Well, you've just found it. Right here on Paranormal Underground Radio in the dark. Join me, Chucky G, and my awesome co-host, Karen Frazier, for topics ranging from the metaphysical to the unexplained. That's right. Every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, and other times in the flyover states on MixLR, we will delve into all things paranormal. And along the way, we'll, we hope to entertain you and have a few laughs as well. So join us on Paranormal Underground Radio in the dark, exploring the unexplained. We are back with Paranormal Underground Radio in the dark on MixLR with me, Chucky G, and Karen Frazier in the same room. In the same room with our special live from the haunted old Wheeler Hotel broadcast. Yeah, my monkey's jumping on my leg, by the way. I'm yeah, sure. well, and the, the old Wheeler Hotel, by the way, I don't know if we've mentioned this, is actually the subject of my next paranormal book, which is going to be called The Permanent, um, The Ghosts of the Old Wheeler Hotel. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and yes, as we're speaking, we are loading up that uh, EVP that we got. Yeah. So that you guys will be able to hear. So Cheryl will just break in and let us know when it's. It's not yeah. really an EVP though. It's from a ghost. Ghost radar. So it's more like a. Spirit not box. ghost radar. I thought it was from something else. No, that was from the oh, ghost radar. Oh, that was from. Yeah. Uh, yep. It was like from a spirit box. Yep, like a, you know, a spirit no, box. So. I I want to ask that the file that yeah. you just sent me is two minutes and thirty four seconds. It's just the first little bit. You'll well, hear. Well, you'll hear come soon, yes. and then we'll just stop it. And then yeah, and then I'll stop it. 
Yeah, it'll be quiet for a minute, then you'll hear it. Trust me, you'll know, and then that's it. You can just stop asking. Okay. Are you the right? only issue is, is that on, on this new system we have, we can't hear it play. So okay, how good. many seconds do you want me to go? Give them 10 seconds. Give it 10 seconds? Yeah, yeah seconds give it 10 so. seconds. Okay. Are you ready? We're ready. Okay, so we have no idea how this is going to work. Here we go. There you go. I yeah. we apparently Chad says he heard it, so it must have worked. So it? it's yeah. it, it's very clear too. You know, you hear you can hear the female voice say "come soon," but you hear it very quietly first, and it is and it's kind of like it's kind of like I hate to say the word creepy, but it is kind of creepy because the way she goes "come soon" like that really long. But it was funny because that's I was asking. I said, "Should I come to the Wheeler Hotel?" And I had been running this thing for a while. And that's really the only thing that I got. I mean, after that, I mean, there was probably some, a couple other things, but they weren't like, you know, intelligent, you know, responses. But uh, that was pretty crazy. So, yeah, I, I, I thought it was really interesting. So I'm like, well, I guess that means I got to get on that plane and fly out to Oregon. So here I am. So here he is. Da -da -da. That's right. Uh -huh. And then tomorrow's going to be a party day because uh, on Friday, I guess people are coming to visit. So I'm ready for that. Yeah, it's crazy to see people that I've known. Like I, I know that I've known them, and they've been on on Facebook. Yeah, Chuck was shocked that I had legs. Yeah, I didn't know her and Jim mm -hmm. had legs. Mm -hmm. I was like, I thought they were just top half people. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I thought he was a top half person too. I know. That's mm -hmm. when I got in the car. I go, look, you guys got legs. It was really cool. Actually, when he first got into the car, he was still a little freaked out from the flight. Yeah. It took him a little while to start being Chucky G. Before yeah. that, he was a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like a little like. Okay, let's get acclimated because we're just on the bump and then the grind. So it'll be funny when I get back to my son. He'll be like, hey, Dad, you okay? I'm like, fine, just give me the truck. Nancy says just stay there. <laughs> well, I'd like right? to stay here, but uh, I don't think I can afford to do it right now. All my stuff is back there, and, you know, the job's kind of expecting me to come back now. That's right. But that's okay. You know, hopefully, that's right. Maybe hopefully I'll come back, you know. That would be great, yes, because this is a wonderful paranormal community out here, for reals. Oh, yeah, look at Bob. Bob says, I tried, yeah, you tried to help me with the flight, all right, Bob. Tell, yeah. Tell, tell them what you think about that one, Karen. Well, so Bob was, uh, apparently Bob is also a nervous flyer because he was, like, almost in a plane crash or something. And he made sure that he shared with Chuck, the other nervous flyer, Yeah. just how terrifying and dangerous yeah. flying can be. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. It's just a wonderful thing. Yeah. Okay, so what else can we talk about? That's, well, um, I'm hoping that we can do some more exploratory with the with the with the hotel and using. Oh, Rob them. says that sounded like Mrs. Waterhouse. Who's right. hey Rob? Can you call us? Can you give the number and see if Rob can actually call in? Yeah, um, I'd like to understand. What Rob, would you would you call in? Cheryl, will give you the number right now. All right, cool. All right, uh, do you want me to put it in the chat or just say it over yeah, there? Yeah, put it in the chat and say it up. All right, Rob, <laughs> well, call Thanks. us at. 714-646-4197. Yes, we'd like to talk about uh, Nancy says to keep you there. Well, I would <laughs> like to see. I really would. Yes. But, uh, yeah, but I like to do some more exploring here and some more like audio, like trying to get some more EVPs, you know, do some more of that kind of stuff while I'm here because I mean, I'm only going to be here like a couple more days. So I want to get as much as I can in. Uh, but, uh, man, I tell you, I like to take that bed and put it on the plane with me and bring it back. Cause I, I've never seen a bed that big. 
be honest with you. Oh, you're in a king size. That's what Jim and I sleep in all the time. Oh my god. Yeah, I. You know, I was laying in bed the other night, looking at Jim in our bed at home, looking across, and I thought, oh my god, he's like a mile away from me. <laughs> Which yeah. is exactly how I like it because I don't like it when people touch me when I sleep. Oh, so okay. I, I, I have to have all my space. space. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a space sleeper. Yeah, I, I usually sleep on a twin long. So for me, this was like. There's like three beds. I'm like, I don't even know what the. I'm like, I, it's so funny because I'm used to sleep on that twin long. I'm on the right side of the bed in the little area, and it's like, a, like there's like a, a force field. And I can't move past it, you know. And I finally, I'm like, hey, you got the whole bed. That's when I decided to roll over, and then someone decided to say, uh, <clears throat> you're on my side of the bed, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then I had to wake up, so I will try not to roll over to the left side of the bed tonight because I don't want them to be poking and prodding me while I'm trying to sleep. So yes. Well, I don't know. Hopefully Rob will call, but if not, other people can too. Hey, we want to talk to anybody, not just Rob. So, yes. you know. And I do want to, I don't I want to know who this, was it Miss Water? Mrs. Waterhouse. Oh. Yes. Okay. Mrs. Waterhouse. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. What, Nancy says, Chuck's, do not, do not scare the little girl in your room. No, I'm not scaring her. She's skipping around and saying good morning to me because I got up really early this morning. I'm like, oh, there she is. She's like, hello, just went right past me. And I'm like, all right. So he scared me a little bit, but. I had to, I had to go outside. And, oh, and I was, uh, yeah, I was outside this morning in the wonderful Misty, Oregon. Uh, I had to go and get some coffee. And there's a really cool coffee shop downstairs. So I got coffee and a breakfast. And it was really nice. And then I was just kind of like walking around. Of course, it was all misty and I couldn't see. And, you know, but uh, it's a really. Oh, Bob, yeah. Bob's on the line. Hey, Bob. Hey, Bob. Hey, I, I couldn't help but call in after that happy birthday thing. Yeah, now I won't birthday. be able. To, I won't. I won't be able to sleep for days. <laughs> it was good. It was that good, huh? Yeah, it was payback for helping Chuck with his flight. Yeah, thanks, Bob. I really appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I had a question about the hotel. Okay. Sure. Okay. Now, because uh, I'm, I'm trying to put together an article right now. I've been putting off for years, and. Does, uh, does the way that the different spirits of hotels, do they react differently to how people feel about entities? You know, like uh, if they're terrified of them, all of a sudden they react with them more, or people that won't accept them, they might come or might not. You know you what know, I'm saying? They, yeah, um, probably. I mean, that tends to happen pretty much anywhere, but this is a really unique place as far as um, the entities here. Um just, I, I think that there are some something bigger than it just being a haunted place is going on, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Because it really pulls people to it, and it pulls people to it that need certain things, and it helps them to, to get those things. And also, there are entities that come through the hotel, so they don't necessarily stay here. Um, but then there are permanents, and that's uh, what Katie calls her permanents. Clearly. Well, it might be like a portal that's attached to ley lines and all that. Well, you know, we talked about that, and we didn't see any ley line stuff going on, but we had a really interesting, um, so my group, South Sound Paranormal Research, was here last weekend, and we mm -hmm. had a really interesting experience um, on the day that we were leaving when um, I started feeling just really wonky, really strange, um, and, you know, that happens because I'm a medium, and so things happen from time to time, but this was very different from anything that I've experienced before. And um, I started to see uh, a G, and that's, Katie says, is her main entity, George. And then I described him, and Chuck has seen him too and has actually described him. And um, 
he he started to talk uh, I guess maybe I started to channel him a little bit I guess if anything and he he shared a lot of information about the hotel and that its purpose is really drawing people here spirits and living people who who have certain needs in their life and it's to help to to move them in in a certain direction and as he was showing himself to me he was showing himself to me as almost like this big giant magnet Oh, mm-hmm. Chuck's looking at Leyland's on his phone. Yep. Anyway, so it was like almost like it was. Uh, he was. He is. George is the hotel. Is what I. What is the closest I could come to it? And he magnetizes and attracts whatever comes here, and including people and spirits, um, to draw them here. And then the spirits and the energy take care of the rest. No, I, I have a picture of like Oregon with. The, see, there's an Oregon vortex. Yeah, right? that's pretty far south of us. Okay, uh-huh. so we're 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 up closer. We're up like up here. Okay, near the where it says Three Sisters. No, that's oh. on the what? We're on the coast. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're, 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 we're oh, so actually, yeah, yeah, there could be a ley line yeah. coming right through here. Yeah, because it's like right above there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's a, that's. Totally yeah, it possible. could be possible. Did I answer anything that you wanted to know, Bob? Yeah, that was it. I, I was just curious about that because I the place that I'm trying to write about people mm-hmm. who are afraid or somewhat apprehensive, they get all kinds of interaction. But yeah. those of us who, you know, it's no big deal, once in a blue moon, we'll, we'll actually experience something. So yeah, it's like they what? avoid us. Yeah. What? That's how the ghosts at Wellington are, to some extent. If they really like you, they'll interact with you a lot. But they are much more interactive with, because they have a sense of humor, they're much more interactive yeah. with people who are either scared or who are just clueless. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that's, well, that's what's happened at this old school. Uh, they mess with people just to to mess with them, I guess. Well, yeah. it's, it's interesting, but, too, because, like, when Karen, Karen, like, her, the way she reads and her energy is way different than what I do. And, like, she, like, there's one, like, when we we're talking, like, I can walk through this one spot, and then she can't. And then she'll pick up something before I do, and then I don't, and then I go, oh, okay, and then I have to see it and pick it up. But it's way different the way we, we both do it. Though there does well, seem to be, go ahead. Yeah, well, I've noticed that too. Like when you, like when you have, uh, when you do an investigation show, investigators, most of us all have digital recorders. Well, when you go play back the evidence, somebody will say, "Well, you got it on yours, but I didn't get it." Well, that's because yeah. it was interacting with me directly. Yeah, exactly. Or at least your equipment directly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's, it's since it doesn't have a voice, it's not going to broadcast evenly to all all the rea- the uh, recorders. It's going to interact with the one that it wants to. Yeah. So well, we did find like a in the basement. You want to tell them about that? To the left in the basement. The oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, what did we find in the basement? Yeah, I'm sitting the basement. on the edge well, of my you chair. You found it before I did. Right. So, um, well, and it's because I've experienced it before. Yeah. So okay. there's this one corner in the basement, and I was there uh, in the spring, and I was in the basement, and. I said to Katie, the owner, she was down there with me. I said, um, that's not normal. That's somebody there who's not supposed to be there. And so, and he was there for a few minutes and he left. And so when we were down there again today, it was the same thing. I was like, that's not an energy that I know. And I'm pretty familiar with the energy here. I've, I've been here quite a bit and I've communicated with them um, from a distance and things too. Plus I've been really familiarizing myself with it because of the book. And so I, I realized um, that what that is is people pass through right there. Mm-hmm. So 
it's just a spot where, where people pass through. And Nancy says they show me a borderline, like a safe place. And that could very, very well be because um, one of the things that when I started having this channeling thing a couple weeks ago, um, the first thing, well, I was, everybody was sitting in the room and they were all just kind of gabbing. And um, so I sort of started to uh, fade out of people's conversation. And I, I thought, well, I need to figure out what this is. So I closed my eyes. And what I saw, the way I described it is it looked like a soccer goalpost made out of golden light with brilliant white light coming through it. And so I thought, well, and I, so finally when I said something to people and, hey, this is happening, what's going on, Michaela Rand, um, Micah, who's a very good at this kind of stuff, she said, oh, they showed you the gateway. They showed you the portal. And I was like, oh, okay. So That's not good. Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, it, um, <laughs> I, would, I, I don't think I'd want to see the portal to get to the other side any sooner than I have to. <laughs> yeah, well, it was interesting, too, because um, – uh, it, you have to remember too, you know, with this the building being here at the body of water and stuff like that, that makes it yeah. interesting too. But you can you can take even if you're to take the uh, the paranormal out of the building, you know what I mean? It's still sense. wonderful. Oh, it's it's way like historically, yeah. And the way it's it charming, and yes. the energy here is fantastic. Yeah. And yeah, I'd love I, to come. I'd love to come visit it. Well, I need well, to get off here to let other people call in. The train, but. but but, but Chuck, if you, if you see the portal as you're getting on the plane, don't get on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm evil. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to get off and let rational people get on here. I'm going to sit out here in my shop and uh, enjoy the rest of my birthday party. Okay. Thanks. thanks. Happy thanks, birthday. Uh, thanks happy for birthday. listening to us on your birthday. Yeah, really? And, and thanks for saying. It was, it was, uh, it's something I won't soon forget. I'm sure you will not. You're welcome. Thank you. Goodbye, all. Bob always has questions. I like that. I know. Oh, Rob. Rob, are you on the phone? I am. Hey. We're going to see you tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Yes. I hope so. I hope so too. So you have some insight into the Wheeler because you spent a great deal of time. You worked. You're breaking up a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you have your sound up? Can you turn your sound down? I'm actually on my cell phone. I got earplugs. Okay. Um. So what I said is that you have some insight into the Wheeler because you so tell us about Mrs. Waterhouse that you think that that was the voice on the EVP. Uh, Mrs. Waterhouse, it's been a while since, you know, I've gone through a lot of things, so I've forgotten Ted Fitz here and there, as you know. Um, yeah. Mrs. Waterhouse, I believe, was one of the head nurses when it was a arthritis clinic. Oh. All right. And You've heard her voice? Yes, I have. She came in when I was working there. I was in the office and she came in and I heard a female's voice say hello. And I looked up and there was nobody there. But I saw a lady in a in kind of a old time dress, 1910s <clears throat> uh era, I think it was. And uh I believe it was her. 
their hair pulled back in a bun. Yep. Middle-aged? Middle-aged, probably about 30, early 30s, 35. Chuck, Chuck saw her last night, but he saw her in the basement. Yeah, described her exactly the way you just described her. That's why I can go, like, oh, my God. I saw her, like, yeah. Yep. That was exactly and, yeah. and then did you happen to see the handprints of the little girl that she left on room one bed? I saw when that I, when we were here with you. Yeah. yeah. You were there with me, and we put our hands on the bed. Yeah. And everybody else's handprint dissipated within seconds, but that one stayed there because she was standing there watching us for probably a good two, three minutes. So I wonder if that was the one that was poking you this morning. Yeah, I wonder if she's who tapped him on the wrist. It was. It yeah. was. Yeah, because I knew it wasn't uh, the... I guess they say there's like a, a naked lady. The naked lady in the bathtub. I, I'm like, it know. wasn't her. The energy was different. I didn't know it was Mary Margaret or somebody. I believe the blonde in the bathtub, I believe was, her name is Jamie or something like that. Okay. Yeah, but uh, and it, feel, and if, feel like that. if it's the one I, if it's the one I'm thinking of, uh -huh. um, she got pushed down the elevator shaft on accident and killed that's her. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Uh, yeah, but the way you just freaked me out because the way you described her uh, piece, not, not the naked lady, the, the other lady, um, piece by piece is exactly how I did it piece by piece. Hey, Cheryl, do you want to put the number in the chat again? Because Jenny is Jenny had an experience that she wants to call too when we're done with Rob. So yes, I will do that. Thank you. Well, yeah, I couldn't figure out who that was. I didn't know if it was Mary Margaret or what. I just remember seeing the lady in the dress and then the hair and the bun and the um, just Mary. Bam! I think like that. I think Mary Margaret mainly stays downstairs. Yeah. Does she have? Do you know what she looks like, Rob? Have you seen her? I have not. Okay. I, once, once Katie told me about um, that room, I destroyed all video that I took of her just for the respect aspect. Yeah. I destroyed all the video, and I, I never went back to that room except for the one time to put the cross back there on the wall. Yeah, that's right. She asked for a crucifix. Yeah. That was when I was here, too. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. So I put that back there and I never went to that corner again. She seems to be doing better. When we were here last weekend, she um, she let some people walk down the hall. And what she would do is she would, when her anxiety would get really high, you could feel her and they would stop. And when it would yep. subside, they would start to walk again. And she let them come all the way back to her room. And I think that that kind of is deconditioning her when she can trust that people will stop. They're supposed to, you know. Right. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, is Jenny on the phone now, too? I am, yes. Oh, hi, Jenny. So was your experience the last time you were here, or was it a different time? Uh, no, I well, I've had two different experiences. The very first time I was here, there, um, Katie was really awesome and let me stay in her room there, and I was a little bit freaked out because of all the haunted stories I'd heard. 
And um, that first night I had a dream about a, this little older short woman in a bun, like leading me through the apartment, telling me it's okay. She wouldn't let anyone hurt me, which was cool. Did she have an accent? You know, I don't know. Chuck saw her following Katie today. Following Katie? Cool. Yeah, he yeah. saw her following Katie today. Is that somebody that you recognize, Rob? Um, not with an accent, but a lot of the permanents take care of Katie and protect her with a vigilance. Um, if you do Katie wrong, they will they will let you know. Yeah, because when, when I saw her, she was uh, Jenny described her exactly the same way I described it, but I did hear like a really like heavy accent. I wasn't sure where that was coming from, but she was like just following. <laughs> it was like funny because she was right behind Katie, like just following her around. Little short lady. Yeah. So, was that all with that first experience, Jenny? Was the dream, or was there more? Um, no, that was it for the first experience. Okay, what was um, the next one? Uh, well, the second one happened, you know, when we were there the other, the last time. Um, uh -huh. It was also another dream type thing. Um, I was lying in bed and I was, I suddenly, I was just like wide awake, but I couldn't move. I was frozen in place and there was, uh, there was a man in white standing over me and he was like examining my head and oh, I oh, could not move. Again, isn't it? Which room were you in? Uh, I was in room two. And yeah, I wasn't quite ready to relate that experience because I hadn't talked about what was going on yet. I think we may have lost Karen. Karen, you still there? Oh, oh yeah, we did. Hang, hang on, you guys. We're trying to get back. Uh, Karen. Let's see. So Skype is now attempting to call them back. Room four. Somebody asked about room four. Yeah, I don't know if you can hear me. Go ahead, Rob. You want to talk about room uh, four? Yeah, somebody in, in the chat room brought up what's in room four. Okay. Uh, um, it's protected, per se, um, by a lady that's there all the time. <clears throat> no, Chad, it's not my show. <laughs> um, and she does not like unwed uh, people sleeping together. Hmm. So many times if there's a couple in there that's not married, they will find a pillow between them when they wake up in the morning. <laughs> Separating them, huh? Yeah, I took Chuck in room four and was telling him that story yesterday. And no, we took Cheryl in. Remember Cheryl? We took Cheryl had a a, a Skype tour yes. of the hotel last night. Yes. Yep. You showed me that room. Yeah. Yeah. So Jenny, which room were you in when with uh, last weekend? Uh, room two. Room two. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. And yeah. so <laughs> room two is the room that when I was working there. Ron Solar came down 
and he heard Christmas music being played. And as you know, if you stay there, we don't have any music being piped in at all. There's no music being played. But he heard Christmas music um, being played in that room. Hmm. Yeah, there's... we're, we're, I'm in, so Rob, I'm in room nine, you know, the new room. Uh-huh. Um, has, is there anything here in this one? I stayed in that room until my apartment was ready. And yes, there is. <laughs> is it a nice energy here though? It never bothered me. It, yeah. um, I think it's lovely. It, it was more comforting. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it made itself known, hey, I'm here, but I'm not here to hurt you or nothing like that. Right. Yeah, it's 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 a nice, this is this is a nice energy. Now, um, I don't know because we got cut off because sometimes internet is watchy here, as you're aware. But, um, Rob, in the apartment, in your apartment, have you talked about Charlie yet? Uh, have not. Well, so tell us about Charlie. Charlie is a guy that likes to hang out in that room. Well, likes to hang out in room six, actually. But um, if room six is taken, he will come over to what was my old apartment uh, when I worked there. And he would knock on the refrigerator soft, soft, harder, harder, harder until you told him good night. <laughs> Once you said good night, then he would continue, but it was a lot softer and he eventually quit. So a white noise machine would be in order for anybody who stay, who lives in the apartment then just, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Charlie, Charlie likes to make noise. Yeah. So, Jenny, yes, did you does. have any other stuff you wanted to talk about? Is Jenny still there? Yeah, me? Yeah. Do you have anything? Yeah, I'm else? sorry. No, it's it's all. Uh, there's, there's just a lot of background noise, and I'm hearing a lot of background noise. <laughs> yeah. She forgot um, her name. Yeah. <laughs> Jenny, who? Um, I don't think there was really anything else per se that when you talked about um, George coming in that Sunday, yeah, that was that was interesting because you could feel it in the room. I mean, that room, if you have as many people in there as we did, it gets pretty warm and you could feel the draft in the room while that was happening and yeah. definite temperature drop. Could you feel the heaviness too? Were you feeling just like really super not so much. I definitely, I felt the temperature more than I did the yeah, energy. Because as soon as he left the room, as soon as that was over, the temperature went right back up in that room. Because there were, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Then um, that's it for all the concrete experiences that I've had. Okay, we lost uh, Karen and Chuck here real quick, but um, <laughs> they, okay. their internet connection is, is a little spotty there. But uh, thank you for both for um, coming on to talk about your experiences. Is there anything else you think is important for the listeners to know about the hotel? Anything about its history? Anything that you feel is really important to talk about? Um, 
For me, being someone that has lived there, stayed or uh, and worked there, mm-hmm. if you ever go there, treat it with the utmost respect, like you would anybody else's house. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That place is is extremely. Um, important to me it's it's for many reasons so i would say if you ever go there just treat it with the utmost respect um and and just tell them hi and and let them know that you're there and they're gonna treat you well Mm -hmm. yeah i uh i uh I mean, that's how I did it when I came in. But then again, you know, I, I treat all the spirits with respect because, I mean, they're beings just like we are, you know? So I don't see why that would make any difference. How you, you know, because I treat them the same way. So to me, it's like, I just, I understand I'm in their their home. And it's like if I were walking to a living person's home, because you know, it is Katie's too, but, you know, uh, you would want to do the same thing, you know? So Yep. Yeah, I mean, when I went in my room, I was like, hello, I announced who I was, I'm staying here for a couple of days, we're all good, <laughs> you know, I respect, yep. I was just please try not it, to... It's, a, it's an extremely special place to me, I'll put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> so, Nancy has a question, Rob, she wants to ask you, she says, can you ask Rob what room they would call the hospital? I would, I would imagine they would call the whole place the hospital, wouldn't they? The... The hotel itself was the arthritis clinic. Dr. Reinhardt, um, his son now runs the Reinhardt Clinic up the hill, but Dr. Reinhardt himself wanted to run a hospital, and the higher-ups denied that permission, so he ran it secretly downstairs in the basement. Oh, that's I hadn't I hadn't shared that with Chuck yet. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, and so it was a hospital, and there are hospital employees in that basement still. Yep. Yeah, I saw Nancy had mentioned it's uh, a nurse, so that would make sense too. So that was Mrs. Waterhouse. Oh, okay. Right, Mrs. Waterhouse is the nurse, right? The nurse. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right, um, and the, the gentleman who ran the clinic, I'm assuming, Dr. Reinhardt, is he deceased? His son is still alive, but I think he's dead. Yeah, okay. isn't he? Isn't he gone, Rob? I believe so. Yeah, his, his son runs the Reinhardt Clinic that's just up the hill from the hotel. Right, just a so block just... down, up on go go figure Hospital Road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, uh, I guess that's apropos, huh? Um, what, what, um, what the, do you do? You know what he looked like? The, the doctor looked like. Uh, I don't offhand. I'm sure Katie would have a picture. She's got tons of research, uh, paperwork, and and stuff like that. Well, the reason I ask is because I keep seeing, like, when I was at, at my home before I came here, there was a older gentleman. He was, like, he was not very tall. He's an older gentleman, and there was an older lady. Like, I tell you, were a couple, and they, they, came, they came to my house inviting me here. And when I was here, I saw them again walking around, and I'm just curious of who, who they might be. So, Was that around room seven? 
Oh, there's the doc. Isn't there a there's yeah. in room seven? There's the doctors. Yeah. Someone. Yep. Yeah. yeah. In that area. Yeah. Well, I think that's where. Yeah. Yeah, and I stayed room, room seven. Room seven's great. Yeah, speak for yourself. I know. I would say Rock wouldn't necessarily agree with me, but I, I had a great experience. Room seven, though. Yeah, I was just yeah. curious because I mean, that's I've seen these before. Don't worry, people. If you go there, room seven, it's a great room. They're all great rooms. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. It's a, it's a, this is a homey place. Plus, room seven has a jacuzzi, so, you know, yep. and a king size bed. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's, it's good. It's all good. It is a good place. Um, So, do you have it any is. Rob or Jenny before we before we cut them loose. Okay. Thank you guys. Rob, do you have anything else you want to add before you before you hang up? Uh no, I I don't believe so unless you have questions or whatever. Um I think I think we're good. Jenny, do you have anything you want to add? Um I don't I can't really think of anything right now. Okay, so Rob, we will see you tomorrow. Jenny, we will see you soon. Yes. Thanks, Sounds guys. Good. Thanks for calling Thank in. Thank you. Uh -huh. Good night. I waved. Good night. See me. Yeah, good night. <laughs> all right. So Rob St. Helen and Jenny Patrick and all sorts of, oh, shoot. Nancy just had a question. We, we let Rob hang up, but maybe Rob can answer her in chat. She wants to know if there's somebody who wears a fedora hat. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. So anybody else? Um, Cheryl has put the number in the chat room a couple times. You are welcome to call in. You don't have to talk about the hotel. We can talk about anything we want. We're just um, talking about the hotel because we're here, and it's yeah. a new experience for Chuck, and he's cool. feeling a little enchanted by the whole thing and yep. really enjoying it. So if you're if you're not in the chat room and you're listening somewhere else, who knows where, 714-646-4197, you can give us a call, and we would love to talk to you. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Nancy, you can call. and yeah. You know, Nancy's picking up stuff on the hotel all the way from across the country. Does a doctor stay in that one room? Um, you know what, Jenny? There is a doctor back in room seven is, is what I've been told. So, yeah. I mean, you know, it was a hospital and a clinic, so I'm guessing there are doctors. Yeah, and, I said, and Nancy said that the guy who wears a fedora hat, room eight? Room eight is, uh, and maybe he's the creeper in the shower. Room eight is the one right across from you. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. So hopefully it doesn't come creeping my shower because, you know, I don't yeah. have to shower alone. I don't know. I am in the highest numbered room in the hotel. Right. That's all I can say. I know. Yeah. So, yeah, but I mean, the, 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 all right, another thing for me about the hotel that I like to say, and it has nothing to do with the paranormal, is this is like an antique. Uh, my brain is like overflowing with uh, all the antiques and the decor that's in this place because it's just phenomenal. It's like, because uh, I like antiques anyways, and I always go to the antique store that's in our town all the time. Um, so uh, I just find this place just to be like, I, I was, I kept turning my head like every five seconds when we first got here, and I was like, I just couldn't take it. There's just so much stuff. So I even had to tell Katie about it. I said, this place is just wonderful. Um, what, Chad, oh, Chad asked a question. I wonder if Chuck had something to do with the hotel and another life. Oh. Well, that's an interesting question. I, I I don't know if I can answer that myself. Um, I I know I, I I feel connected to the place definitely. Um, uh, I felt more like I felt connected when I was at my house, but once I got here, it was just like a whole different vibe. You know, I, mean, I feel very comfortable. Like Patty's right. The wheeler is like walking back into the 1930s. Yeah, She's, yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I would say that exactly. Yeah. 
you know, if you ever went to like your grandma, grandpa's house, you know, in those days, I mean, it, that's how it feels. It's got that homey, like all-encompassing feeling to it. So, well, it feels like you're coming home. Yes, mm-hmm. it does. And and you know, here's the thing: I never sleep well in hotels. I just I am a terrible sleeper in hotels. Um, but I sleep like a rock here. So I sleep really well here. Yeah, I, I felt, oh, Rob said something like this. He recalls something about a fedora, but he doesn't know exactly what. Uh, okay. Darn you, Rob! No. Yeah, what, what Nancy says, yes, because the spirit in the house called him the innkeeper? Oh, you mean the guy with the fedora hat? I think she's talking about the man and roommate is oh. a gatekeeper. Well, yeah, that's something that we um, actually, like I was saying about George being yeah. being the hotel. So, yeah, it's, um, and Patty says, it's, Patty and Micah say it's a way station, W-E-Y station, and I'm not even really sure what that is. Maybe Patty should call in and tell us. Patty, call us. What's well, isn't that a place where they come and, uh, oh. oh. Uh, I, yeah, roommate is the peeping tongue. That's what I, the perv in the shower. <laughs> yeah. Isn't a way station where you're just, you're, you're stopping over from yeah. going from point exactly. A to point B? Yeah. Well, yeah. Patty should call though because they, she and Micah, because that like that thing we're talking about from when we were here a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I don't remember a lot about it, but Patty and Jenny were actually there um, and like paying attention where I was sort of off in another planet a little bit, and mm-hmm. then it took me a while to even sort of recover from it. And so, like when I was telling you and Chuck about it last week, mm-hmm. I couldn't remember. Oh, good, Patty's going to call, so she can describe that scene a little better and and kind of explain what's going on because I drew some pictures for them and things and the pictures corresponded like with things. One of them was a constellation. That's so cool. Really? Yeah. I, yeah. So I was, uh, you know, uh, so. you're in the constellation, you're in a building, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, it could have been a thought process from one of the spirits or. And I drew the earth with like lines around. I didn't, it was a ball, but they told me it was the earth. I drew a ball it had lines around it. I don't have the notebook. It's in Micah's notebook. <laughs> she handed me a notebook and a pen. <laughs> here you go. Write this down. And then now you're like, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I, yeah when I'm here, I kind of feel like uh, uh, the easiest way to explain it is I feel like it's funny because, you know, the spirits usually will come up in your face, you know, or at least come up and whatever. I feel like I'm being tiptoed around, you know, like, uh, like that's the best way I can explain it. Like, I feel like I'm being tiptoed around, like, they don't want to rattle me anymore. <laughs> I must feel like very rattled my energy or something because I, that's what I feel. I feel like they're respecting the fact that I'm good with the place here and I have no problems. I respect them all. And I think in turn, they're just kind of trying not to rattle me too much because I think they can probably pick up. I've already been rattled quite enough, a lot. Because you're a wounded bird and you flew in, flew in on an airplane oh, and you were freaking God. out. Yeah, I was freaking out. You were freaking out. I was freaking out, but that's okay. All that's right. Fine. Well, we're just killing time till Patty calls. Oh, we're waiting for Patty. Patty's call. Yeah. Yes, I know. So, Cheryl, do you have any questions about the hotel? Yeah. Well, thank you for taking me on the virtual tour last night. It was gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I mean, the very first word I think I called it was homey. It really is um, just beautiful, and it just looks like it has such a feeling of comfort and Mm. peace. So, Oh, here's Patty. Oh, Oh, there she is. Hey, Patty. Hey, Karen. Hey, Chucky. Hi, Patty. How are you? I'm great. 
<laughs> so Patty was part of this whole weekend that we had. Now, we must admit, it wasn't purely a ghost weekend. Um, we come here because we love it, and there was some some entertainment going on. We were having a good time. Mm-hmm. But but we also, you know, so so what do you got, Patty? Well, well we're talking about well, two things. One is the experience we had last year when we came down. I know, Karen, you missed it because of... Uh, Jim yeah. having to have a heart attack, but yeah. um, damn him! Right, we were down there with with uh, Whoopi, who was a base in Oregon, and I know Rob was our uh, our uh, manager host for the weekend. And mm-hmm. so at that time, we had moved the tables around and checking. You can see this now where you're at at the sideboard where you open the drawer. <laughs> that table yeah. and the table next to the window we put together as one long table, so a communion table, so we could all sit there. And then that round table went by the window. Well, we had done that on Friday night, and we stayed until Sunday, you know, mid-morning. Well, I got up. I was staying in room one, which is, of course, the room you're staying in right now. Mm-hmm. And there are certain areas, if you're walking in that in that common room where the tables are at, the floor joists, you could hear it sounds like somebody's in your room. So mm-hmm. I'm not a super light sleeper, but it did kind of wake me up a little bit a couple of times when those guys were playing cards on that Saturday night and that. But, okay, nothing. So... Sunday morning, I heard somebody walking down the hallway, and it was about quarter to seven, so I thought, oh, I'll get up, take a shower. So about ten minutes after seven, I was already out into the main room, and Elaine was out there, who is from Whoopi, and she said, hey, thanks for moving the furniture back. And I said, I didn't move the furniture back. And Rob had come in a few minutes later, and he goes, oh, thanks, I was going to move the furniture back. And we go, we didn't move the furniture back. One by one, and there was about ten people there that, that weekend, nobody moved the furniture back. Now, Melinda, who's on our team, is a Lutheran pastor, and she was driving back up to Kelso, Washington, which is about a two-hour drive north for her. So she left about 5, 5.15 in the morning to get back up to do her Sunday morning services. Mm-hmm. And so uh, so I contacted her via text message and said, Hey, Melinda, did you happen to move the furniture back before you left? And she came back to me with, No, I got my sodas out of the little refrigerator, but the tables were also set up the way they were from the night before when we were playing cards. Nobody moved the furniture, but all the furniture got moved back correctly, except for two chairs were not in the correct correct positions. Now, think about that room where you're sleeping. Would you hear oh, tables yeah. being moved around? Sure you would. You hear a lot of, ba- I mean, yeah, you would hear banging and everything. There's no way you could not hear someone slide those tables around. Yeah. Right. So no one, so no one cops to move them or anything like that, and it just was that way? No, no. And, I mean, we're talking, you know, obviously a year later because it was uh, the second week in uh or the yeah the second weekend of october last year that we went and you know we're like say just a little over a year later and nobody's ever fessed up to it nobody's ever like haha that was me you know nothing like that so maybe it was a major pk event we don't know (laughs) yeah interesting yeah definitely and so let's talk about this way station thing because um right hey i don't have a lot of recollection other than um I, i remember looking at the gateway i remember feeling it i remember asking you guys and then pretty much everything. It's I, I mean, it's vague. I kind of remember it. But um, mm-hmm. you guys, everything I drew, you knew what I was talking about. Right. There, you know, it's hard to explain without, you know, people, we, we deal with the paranormal. But the paranormal doesn't just consist of ghosts. And so paranormal, in my mind, also does, deals with extraterrestrial life forms as well. Because mm-hmm. it's energy. We're talking about energy work. And so... Right. You know, the planet, our planet itself is energy. We know that. And so what happens is 
is there are certain areas, and we talked we talk a little bit about ley lines and that as well, but there are certain areas on this planet that people are drawn to. And there are certain people that will come to these places that come, take their pictures, get buy the T-shirt and leave, you know, that type of thing. But there are certain places, Wellington, of course, Karen knows is one. Um, Fort Gamble up here in Washington State is one. And also, you know, like the Wheeler Hotel. So what a way station is, is like you guys were discussing earlier, is a stopping point. The stagecoaches used to have way stations along the trails. You know, the Pony Express riders would stop at certain nights, get new horses, stay the night, get something to eat, you know, take off the next morning. And this is the type of energy station, if you will, what this way station is at the Wheeler Hotel. So you do have your residents who are there for whichever purposes they stay there, but then you do have George, who is the caretaker of that way station. He's there, the spiritual, or not spiritual, the energy caretaker of that station. Katie is there as the physical manifestation of the person who is the innkeeper. And so you have people come and go, because it is a hotel, and beautiful one at that, very, very peaceful. But it's also an area that you have energies will come there. They'll stay there for a period of time. And Karen, we were just talking about that earlier, about kind of a portal situation. But then mm-hmm. they move on. And Michaela has a thing where she, where she feels that there are, and I want to say streamers, and I may be wrong with that terminology, where you'll see energies come in and they dissipate after a period of time and they kind of, kind of look like sparklers. They kind of go, like, fizz out, you know? And you, you see these little sparks and then they're gone. So that's what the Wheeler is, is a wave station in that sense. Um, Karen, one of the things you were drawing was, like you were saying, like a soccer ball and you have these lines going around it. And I think, um, yeah, Jim, Jim explained it very well. If you, if you think about it, you know, the, 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 uh, earth has polar caps, which have our natural EMF, which is the magneticism, it's a hard word for me to say, of the, <laughs> of the world. We know that it's EMF is, is, is always there. Well, we also know right. that the world, as we know it, does not sit on an axis, you know, nor, straight up and down. We're actually at 23 degrees slightly tilted, but we don't feel that because gravity keeps us in place. So without gravity, our planet would, you know, we could be flying all over the place. But, so that's what you were drawing. You were showing that. So it was kind of for you in, in the partial channeling you were doing with, uh, with George, who is the energy keeper of the Wheeler. He was giving you uh, visions of showing you what would make sense on how to say it because that's what, that, and he was giving you uh, confirmations because that's what we were talking about and that's what, what Jim was saying. Okay. Then you then you drew a series of seven dots, and you're trying to figure it out. And I looked at it real quickly, and I said, Pleiades. And then Michaela grabbed the uh, grabbed her phone, flipped through it, and showed you the constellation of the Pleiades. And there's long been talk in the in the ufology area that there are certain visitors to this planet, you know, UFOs, that have the, you know, the grays, the, the blues, you know, these different ones. Well, the Pleiades is one of those species, and that's for lack of a better term, or civilizations, I should say, that come to this planet. And you drew that constellation not knowing anything about that. Whoa. So, so again, it's a confirmation of, yes, you're starting to understand there are different life forms. We are all children of this universe. There are star bits in each one of us. Some of us are manifested because we do this, because we do that, because we do this. 
And each one of us has, again, that little piece of that star energy within us. And that's why we end up at the Wheeler for whatever reason. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I would say it totally blown you away. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, um, it's, so I thank you for describing that. And then I saw a post, but Micah said it was a gateway because it was like golden go post, right? Oh, Micah's in the chat room right. too. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. She came in because I told her to call you. <laughs> oh, oh so, get, put, put the number and have her call, Cheryl. Yeah. Yeah. The other one thing I wanted to say about this last weekend, I did go downstairs with, you guys say Micah, I've known her for 25 years now, Michaela, <laughs> that uh, I was using our new thermal camera that we have, just walking around. And on oh, two different right. occasions, I got flares of light in areas there should not have been flares of light or heat. So I'm going through that on my computer, just trying to figure out, okay. And I did a series of three shots. One, two, three. Third one had it. The first two did not. Mm -hmm. So we'll see what, what, what ends up coming from that. But it was kind of interesting. That was pretty much the only thing as far as any kind of information other than, you know, being able to read the uh, the hotel itself. But any kind of, I would say, physical information or, or evidence that we would have caught for the weekend. And we weren't really there to do any investigating, so... What areas were, I mean, do you remember the areas that you saw these flashes of light? I mean. The one area that I always catch activity in, and Jenny Patrick, who's been with me twice, because, you know, she stands around, <laughs> what did you see? Can I see it? <laughs> Anyways, um, one of the areas that I always seem to catch information at is over by the x-ray area. Okay. Yeah. There's, there's a gentleman who walks over in that area, and he's probably, he's, he's from like the 1960s. And so he's not, I mean, he's newer, if you will, yeah. but he pops around that area. The other is when you walk in the, the downstairs basement door and you're looking towards the morgue and you're almost looking back towards that back room, but just before it, that's where I caught the energy coming in. Well, well I think energy coming in that yeah. manifested in a yellow light on our, on our thermal camera. All right, wait a minute. Because, you know, you kind of freaked me out because when I walk through the morgue, when I go uh -huh. in, front when i get about three quarters of the way in there's like yeah. uh, i feel like a big huge whirlwind of energy like going from the ground straight up to the whole there you go straight up. and i'm like yeah. standing right there and then i walk away when i come back in my arms will my i'm showing karen my hair i hear my arms will go up i'll get goosebumps and as soon as i step out of that area right there it's like uh it's like huge yeah and we we have an interesting photograph from there patty that i'm going to send to you okay. because i'm not sure if it's a reflection or what but i'll send it to you okay. and you can take a look at it or i'll show it to you next time i see you so um michelle yeah. going too hey okay hello hi you don't have to hang up patty you can stay so we were okay. just talking about all of the stuff with last weekend so the soccer goalpost thing is a golden gateways you said what is that so the golden, that was what you were describing. So right now we currently just went through an 11-11 um, energy flow where um, if you kind of travel in the cosmic circles that you would be feeling all this new energy coming into the planet, which is creating problems for some humans on the planet that are used to our vibration being a set level. Uh, in the past, Earth has vibrated at a 7 hertz sound, and recently, within the last couple of years, she's began to elevate her vibrational frequency, and right now she's vibrating at about a 16.5 uh, hertz sound. So because of that uh, vibration and then the frequency changes, we are all getting 
cosmic energy from exterior, outside, whether that's beings, whether that's the movement of the earth itself moving around. Um, so it could be any of that. But the golden energy is the time frame of now. So we're kind of like we went from the age of Pisces. We're now in the age of Aquarius. And the age Finally. of Aquarius. Been singing about that for years. God. Right. So we've been we've been we have been singing about it for a long time, but the age of Aquarius is is now on us. I mean, we're into it. That's why you're starting to see a lot of different I mean, even watch your Facebook. I mean, you'll see a lot more different um more uh ideas of promoting oneness with everyone uh, or um kind of having a better view about what we are. We're asking questions like why to people who have just said, you know, be quiet and sit down and do what you're supposed to do. We're changing that. And that change is because of the energies that are coming into our planet. Okay. So, Micah, I wanted to ask you, um, because you weren't here when we talked about this earlier, and I described it to Patty, and we described it on the radio, so if you've heard it, sorry, uh, everyone else, but now we have to tell Michelle about it. So, um, there was an aquamarine left on the floor outside my room, and we had been in and out of the room several times, and no one saw it. We're the only two guests, or Jim, too. We're the only three guests in the hotel. It's not Katie's. Katie was walking by the room. She picked it up. She brought it into the room, and it's not ours. And she had Swiffered, and it wasn't there. So this thing just sort of appeared. Um, what would the meaning be of a, an aquamarine, and why would that be something that would be outside of my room? So right now, aquamarine is a pretty powerful stone because the vibration that we're changing to and that I've seen a lot of people, it's a higher frequency stone. It's also a stone that works on your heart chakra, on your heart chakra and your throat chakra area. It's a, it's kind of, it's a stone that's actually very, um, it's kind of aquatic, so it kind of moves water and energy around. So, I, I mean, it could have been for any reason. Maybe the person that put it there or the being that put it there, you know, it might have been a gift for one of you guys. Um, I wouldn't know who in general other than them possibly liking the idea of giving it to you. It's very... Um, kind of familiar with a it's great for encouraging communication that's what that stone does oh well there you go we've been (laughs) certainly trying to communicate and as you know because you were here Mm -hmm. I had a rather significant communication experience uh the last time I was here (laughs) right it also it helps it helps with chronic fatigue it helps with uh fluid retentions uh it helps with headaches it helps with intestinal digestion disorders. So it helps with lots of different things. But it's kind of a courage and fortitude stone. Uh, I was looking it up so I could kind of give us a better idea. as mm-hmm. to. But it's pretty amazing that the stone was just left there at the door. To me, it's trying to communicate. Okay. Yeah, I, I because Katie brought it in and she set it on the mantle. And, and we just didn't think anything of it. Mm-hmm. She walked out and I said, that's your stone. And she said, no, that's your stone. So she had, and she said, I picked it up right outside your door. It was right outside the door to room nine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And what's funny is Chuck and I had been downstairs at one of the shops buying crystals earlier. Mm -hmm. So, and, and playing with crystals and all of that stuff. 
Well, and then I was looking at the chat. Whoever mystical Nancy is, she uh-huh. said that the gate the gate opened uh, eleven fifteen fifteen. Yeah. That's that's true. It did, but it started to me. It started opening up around eleven eleven. It will. It finished around fifteen fifteen. That's kind of on my side on my like end. The gate There's that always I saw, different. Micah? Huh? The gate that I saw, the Golden Gate thing. Right. Yes. See, okay. during that weekend, during that the weekend before when we were all there, to me it was kind of just predicting what was coming. Okay. Huh. So. This but weird. that I mean, everybody has different time frames. Everybody has different time frames. Like Patty said, she was talking about there are different different beings here uh, on the planet. There's Palladians, there's Arturians, there are the Greys, there are the Reptilian versions, there are um, Syrians, there are Atlanteans, there are Lemurians. There are many different types of other beings here on this planet with us at the same time. Some are hybrids. Mm-hmm. And these gates are portals to feed the energy to those individuals. So maybe Mystical Nancy's gate is opened 11, 15, 15, but maybe that's because she could possibly be of a different origin than where, for me, I'm Arturian. I like Arturian energy, and so I tend to resonate with that. So it could be um, just that. Each person is a little bit different in their keepings. So, so, all right, so I got a question. So uh, when you talked about the, the uh, I found it interesting when you were talking about the earth and all the changes and the, the oneness and stuff, which is kind of kind of freaking me out a little bit too because that's what I'm really promoting now with the paranormal experience talks that I do, you know, is everyone uh-huh. being one, you know, connecting. Um, what kind of major changes to a human can this, I mean, what kind of things will occur or what things are occurring? I mean, besides the connection of the oneness and stuff, I mean, what, what um, things? The other, the other things that are occurring to me uh, is that we are, a lot of people have been what I would call asleep. They have been kind of walking around just letting life live them instead of them living life. They've not been really conscious, like awake to synchronicity. They have not been awake to the things that are going on in front of them. There's been not a lot of consciousness. So these floods of energy are sent to help tune our spirit so we will be able to wake up to this conscious uh, evolution of awakening. I don't know how else to put it other than some people may be feeling symptoms. The, the biggest push started in 2011. Then there was, we had a 2012 um, kind of crux of more energy. And then recently we've had another influx of a bunch of energy. What humans will feel, will, some of them will feel a bit disoriented. They may be sick to their stomach. They might have vertigo, and this will all be for no apparent reason. I mean, it won't. You can go to the doctor, and the doctor will be well. Maybe you're just getting a little bug, or it's because your body's energy is moving and flowing with the energy pushes that we're getting. Some people will have increased migraines. Some people might be a little more forgetful than normal. You might mm-hmm. have body aches that you haven't had in the past. So. Mm-hmm. Those are the kind of things that people will feel. Those are called what I call ascension um, symptoms. They're symptoms of ascending, that our bodies are changing its frequency. 
everywhere, each person vibrates at a different frequency, whether that's a, a dark, uh, deep one or an e, which is a higher one. So, okay. and those frequencies, you have to move in between those. Right. So, hey, you know what I was going to tell you? Um, so, Jim had another experience, like the one that he was telling you guys about at the Veterans Museum. He had another one when we were doing a walkthrough at a client's house on Sunday. Oh, wow. I know. So, he seems to be opening right up, like a box of crackers. <laughs> right. So, to, and, and like I talked about when we were all sitting there and you were right up against, when he was right up against you, was that people that were born with some abilities that others weren't born with, we see them as disabilities because they don't meet the norm, but those are actually, in my opinion, those are abilities that are going to be needed for for the future. And like he may be able like you're saying. And he may be able to weather things that are yeah, he may be able to weather stuff that we might not necessarily be able to weather as well because his body makeup is a little bit different, because his DNA is already set to a different tone or vibration. So, Yeah, yeah it's interesting to watch him when, when these things happen, that's for sure. So, so Patty, anything mm -hmm. else about the Wheeler you want to mention? Uh, if you get a chance, go. You won't regret the experience at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anything else for you, Michaela? Nope, nope. Glad to be back on the show. Yeah, thanks for well, you our, our, our experience was bomb that day, and, uh, I mean, it was right on. It was at the very end before we were all leaving. It was intense, but it was, to me, it was perfect, and hopefully it didn't wig everybody too far out, but, I mean, welcome to my world. Yeah, it was pretty, you know, it, it, it took me the better part of a, about two days. I think by Tuesday, I started to feel pretty good again. Um, so Excellent. it took me a couple of days to start to feel like myself after it again, and I wish I remembered it better, but, you know, and you have the drawings, I think, because they were in your notebook. <laughs> I do. I have the drawings in my notebook. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, well, thank you guys for coming on and yeah, clarifying thanks. some of that, because that experience is hard for me to describe, because I don't. Yeah, it's not all there for me. So, right. H S one well, thing: thanks. make sure to put that put put that screamer in Jay's room. <laughs> oh yeah. So Patty, let's explain the screamer really quickly. So while we were here a couple weeks ago, Katie had little things called screamers set up for us, and a a leg, a mannequin leg that was winding up in people's rooms and showers and and things like that. And the screamers, if you, if they were motion activated and they would shriek. Yes, they shriek. You. And so Patty left one in the top drawer, knowing that Chuck would be here in a couple of weeks. And yeah. then she texted me this afternoon and said, uh, "Hey, don't forget the screamer." And so I said to Chuck. Okay, why don't you open that door? Door. <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> it's like she says, open the drawer. So I'm going to open the drawer. And like He's I said thinking, before. He's like snakes yeah, are going like to pop out at him or something. Out. Like someone's going to shoot out at me. I'm like, I don't see anything. I don't see it. Oh, I'm fine. I pull the drawer open and the thing starts screaming. It scared the poop right out of me. Seriously? It's not easy to startle me either. I'm like, oh, that was good. That was <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty good. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really funny. Thanks, guys. Well, so, but if you come to the Wheeler, we'll make sure the screamer is gone, everyone. Yeah, don't believe them. Don't believe a word they're saying. Yeah, well, thank, you, thank you, guys, thanks, for guys. Yeah, thanks. Have a good night. You good too. Night. Thanks. Uh huh. Bye. 
So that's uh, mm. Michelle Rand and Patty Valdez, everyone, uh, members of my lovely South Sound Paranormal mm. Research yeah, and a, this wonderful paranormal community we have out here in the Pacific Northwest. You have a wonderful, great sense of humor here. No, it's wonderful. Katie started it. Actually, the person who started it was Aurora from um, uh, uh, White Light Paranormal. She started it up in Port Gamble at the Port Gamble Ghost Conference, and it just continued. Uh, It scared the poop out of me. I know. It scared the poop out of me. That's okay. All right. So, hey, you know, I wanted to mention, since we don't have anybody here this week to shamelessly self-promote themselves, I would like to shamelessly self-promote that... um, we were talking about crystals a minute ago, and yeah. the, and and Chuck okay. and I went and bought crystals today. Okay. And yesterday, um, my book for Rockridge Press, um, Crystals for Healing, mm-hmm. by me, Karen Fraser, is out. Um, you can get it on Amazon. So Sweet. and yeah, it's 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 really cool because I, I'm really happy with it because it's not just it's not physical healing. This is about um, mental, spiritual, and emotional healing, mm-hmm. and it has a lot of things like mantras and chakra work and things like that. Yeah, speaking so, of uh, energy healing. Oh yeah, Chuck had a stiff neck this morning. So guess who fixed him? Man, that Reiki stuff works. That was crazy. That's right. I, I reiki Chuck, and he was feeling fine. Oh, yeah. I had a bad neck this morning. It was, like, killing me, and I was like, I'm going to have to take some. So I took some ibuprofen or whatever, Advil, and it wasn't really kicking in, and Karen goes, here, I'll just do this. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this is going to work. Yeah. And evidently it did because it got really it got really painful, and then all of a sudden, boop, all gone. I know, and the whole time, Monkey was staring at Chuck balefully because she believes that the only person or the only creature in the house deserving of my Reiki is um, Chuck. But I also wanted to mention really quickly about that Crystals for Healing book that I would never have been able to write that without Patty and Michaela. Oh. Yeah, because they, they... have been a huge part of my education and spiritual growth and learning. Mm-hmm. So I'm really grateful to them. So are, are we allowed to plug the Wheeler hotel for coming and staying? Uh, yes. Yeah, so the Wheeler, so. it only has nine rooms. Uh, it's a lot less expensive in the off season. It is absolutely charming. It's the old Wheeler hotel mm-hmm. in Wheeler, Oregon. Yep. Um, I think it's just old Wheeler hotel.com. I'm going to pull it up and see. All right. Just yeah. I mean, know. you know, don't worry about the paranormal aspect of it. When yeah. you first come, you just need to come, come and to, just it, be, and, oh be, God. Embraced yes. by the yes. the the hotel. Yep, just enjoy yeah. the hotel and, and all the the stuff around. Oh, they even have like a little. They have the trolley that's out. Yeah, there. there's a little trolley and there's oh a little bay God, across the water with a little spit. And, and you're you're just a few minutes from the ocean proper with big yeah. roaring waves and you know where you oh. can go frolic on the beach. And it is correct, right? Oldwheelerhotel.com. It is. It's oldwheelerhotel.com. Um, if you are in the area, honestly, come. And stay because it's yeah it's fabulous. I've I've been here many times, and the people that you have called in tonight, I hope that you can hear how much they love it and how how wonderful a place it is. It's just I, I can't it even is. describe. Yeah. That's why. And and um, if you've read any of my books, you know I only write books about places that are absolutely wonderful. Um, not paranormally necessarily, but spiritually wonderful. And um, the two go hand in hand as as we've sort of been trying to convey here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ghosts are fun and spooky and stuff, yeah. but there's more to it than that. Oh, heck yeah, there's a lot more to it. It's, it's just like if you ever want to go where you left your home and then you wanted to come and stay in your home, this is the place to do it. And Katie is an amazing hostess, always. Yeah. She makes you feel very welcome. And she has, I mean, and even like little teeny touches, like there's a little... Uh, 
placard outside of each door yeah. that says welcome so and so so yeah that was i thought that was a, a cool touch when it's like you know I, I got my name in the front of a room this is really cool oh rob wanted to to, to remind no kids under 12 no no no, no, kids, under no kids under 12 you want to be well you because you want the experience to be you know not that there's wrong with kids under 12 don't get me wrong but you want it to be that experience more on an adult level and that's how you get that, you know, by doing that. So, yes. And um, also, yes. there are rooms available here. Uh, it's it's just about 20 minutes south of the Oregon Ghost Conference in mm -hmm. Seaside, yeah. which is, I believe, in April, the first weekend in April, I think. I think, yeah, I think. I think that's what it is. Um, so you can come stay here and go to the Oregon Ghost Conference, too, Bob. So, you know... Um, yeah, and like when I'm in here, it's like, I swear to God, when I'm in here, when I was walking outside, all I wanted to do was whistle like an Andy Griffith show. Seriously. That's <laughs> what I feel like. That's the easiest way for me to equate it to you. If you ever like say, oh my God, like Mayberry or something, that's, that's really, that's kind of the way it is, you know? So I, I, I dig it. Except less backward. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And even though for me it was a terrifying flight because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not used to flying, when I got down here, once I got acclimated, I was like, oh yeah, it was worth it. It was worth every terrifying minute, you know. And even when I'm going home, oh. I'll be like, "Okay, Oregon Ghost oh. Conference, April first through third in Seaside, Oregon. Booyah. You will meet wonderful people there, like me and Patty and Michaela, and um, you know, all sorts of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, then a lot of people that you have heard on this here radio show because we have. I know I keep saying it, but but it's so unusual compared to a lot of other places in the world um, or in the country is the paranormal community here is truly community. We are friends. We enjoy and care about each other and we learn from each other mm -hmm. and we don't fight with each other. <laughs> so, well, that, that's a plus. Yeah. Not, not fighting is a plus. Yeah. Know? So come out to the Oregon ghost conference, April 1st through 3rd in Seaside. Um, there are probably still reservations available here at the, um, at the old Wheeler Hotel, and I'm sure Katie would love to have you. Yeah, plus tomorrow I get to meet some cool faces that I've never met in person. So this yeah. is going to be like, a, it's it's so it's 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 like surreal. He, so he is discovering that we all have legs and yes. voices and faces. Oh my and God. yeah, I just thought like you know, most of the people I just thought they're just like a, a, a solitary you know still picture and you know just a name. You know, and they're actually people and they breathe and they eat food and you know. Everything. We do eat food. It's amazing. I know. And, Simply. you know, Chuck has been a little worried about my cooking, but how's it going, oh Chuck? Oh, my God. Okay. All I can tell you, people, is never eat noodles with lasagna again. That's okay? right. So, you know, Jim and I don't eat carbs because uh, of Jim's heart attack and things like that. And for his birthday, he wanted lasagna. And so I had to come up with a way to make it without noodles. Would you like to hear my genius solution? Mm. This is so exciting. I made it with salami. Boom. Boom. Salami. And you're like going, I said, what? I'm not going to eat that stuff. And I started eating. I was like, OMG. <laughs> I need more of that. Can I have another pound of that, please? Oh. Yeah, so it was, it was just, it was awesome. Oh. <laughs> we drove Patty. We drove yes. past the Tillamook Cheese Factory Giant today, but cheese. we did not go in. But we have some time tomorrow morning before everybody gets here, so yeah. we're going to go explore the area a little bit. Yes, besides the too. mountains, because I'm moving and on just over the mountains. I mean, you can just go look, Chuck. There's a mountain. I go. Ugh. No, they're not mountains. They're hills, and I'm he sorry. keeps thinking they're hills. mountains to because mountains. he's from Flatland. Yeah, they're Flatland to me. That's a mountain, baby. When it goes up in the sky, that's a mountain. 
Oh, speaking of that, what the heck did I see on the way in when I was flying? There was some giant, like, Oh, Mount, Mount Adams, yeah. It was oh a mountain. God. Come right through the clouds. Oh, Mount Hood. I don't know if it was It was one of those two. Probably Mount Hood. That's crazy. Yeah, and so here's the other thing. For those of you who have been on the beach before, Chuck mm. was enthralled with kelp. Oh, my God. That, that stuff looks like... <laughs> Look at Cheryl. Cheryl's cow, this thing was really long. It looked like a snake, man. Like, what, like it was just like a giant snake with it had like tentacles on, like something out of aliens. Like, what is that? Just imagine swimming in the ocean and coming across that. Coming oh across a bed of God, kelp. Please. Yeah, it's it's like it looks like, like it's alive. It's like Hulu. Yeah, it's like. Uh. When I first saw it, I'm thinking, is it like a vine? I was kicking it, and I'm like, is that a snake? And then Karen's like, I should have told him it was a giant yeah. sea dragon, huh? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> What the heck? And then it comes around, so I take a picture, and it's got like this big bulb thing, and it's got a bunch of like tentacle things on its face. I'm like, oh my, right out of aliens. It's going to kill me. It's going to wrap around me and kill me. On oh, time. see, Patty says, good eating. Uh, ew. <laughs> Hell no. It's really, it's got lots of minerals. That's it's good. very good for you. We should have, you know what, Patty? No. I should have wrestled that puppy off the beach, brought it home, oh, and cooked it up no. with some jellyfish sauce. Oh, girl. And those jellyfish, they look like giant loogies. So I should have walked oh. on the beach and went, <laughs> There we go. Yeah, it's gross, man. It's gross. Oh, and he, he took pictures of razor clam shells. And yeah. we tried to find him a whole sand dollar, but we could only find pieces of sand dollars. Oh, yeah. And I took the picture of the Goonies. The Goonies. Oh, my God. The mountain or the thing. <laughs> Haystack rock. Yes. yes. And there was another rock out there that had like a, like a hole in the center of it. Wasn't that from Goonies too, with the hole in the center? I, I they, think so, yeah. they had to like line up the thing. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. I saw that too. I took a picture of that. So yes, Chuck has Chuck has been having the full Oregon coast experience. Uh huh. Yes. Even when it's misty out, it's not too bad. You know, I'm like walking out in the morning, so it's fine. It's yes, fine. Nancy, he is like a little kid, but I couldn't get him to run in the waves with me this morning. No, he I had, He it. only has one pair of shoes with him. I touched. I touched the water because Cheryl wanted me to touch the water. I took a picture of me touching the water. And he said it was surprisingly warm, was which surprising it's just warm. the only reason it feels warm is because it was so freaking cold out. <laughs> Yeah, the freaking wind was like blowing me off the beach. I'm like, holy! I mean, I'm from Chicago, and that was like some serious wind come. But well, you can see if I put the video on Facebook, you can't even hear what I'm saying because I hear it. It's like it's crazy. Well, and then I look at all the Chuck's pictures, and I'm out there stamping in the waves yes, like a child. So He's taking pictures of me stomping it's my like feet. A, it reminds me of like kindergartner out there. Do 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 do. It's nice. I was like, look at this. Let's take pictures of this. Let's take pictures of Karen's butt. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's right. So if you want to see my butt, uh -huh. and I, who wouldn't? It's and on Chuck's Facebook, I'm you, guys. Jennifer Lopez. I'm saying it again. Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. me. Dead ringers, wouldn't yep. you say? I said that earlier. That's right. All right. So, Cheryl. Yes. We've done this. We're off next wow. week. Yeah. I know. Live from the Wheeler Hotel, and I mean, we had a few little glitches, but where we dropped off. But thank goodness we had Rob to keep talking. Yeah, no, it was a great show. Thank you to everyone who called in. I, I was yeah, thank you. glad to hear their experiences and your both your experience and Chuck's experiences. Oh, and Bob has seen my butt, so he can die now. You're right. <laughs> yes, yes, that's, that's absolutely right. true. That's Go it's on with over. what you're saying. <laughs> no, it was a great show. Thanks for um. We're doing the show together which is still kind of tripping me out but um, yeah 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 um used to it we're okay now yeah right. we're good all right the universe did not explode i'm we're good no we are not the same person we can't occupy <laughs> close to the same space at the same time well we
we are off next week, but December 3rd we'll be back, and we'll be you'll be talking to Karen Anderson, animal communicator, psychic, and medium. Nice. Nice. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. That's also my 50th birthday because I'm going to be really old. So oh, we'll you're be kind singing of happy birthday. Actually, I think Chuck should be the one singing because he's got such I a good can. singing voice. Um, I like when Chuck makes me happy birthday songs. That's yeah. right. Last one was kind of, wasn't it kind of like... It was Lounge Singer. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Like, Star Wars, Incredible, Star Wars. They should be playing that because Star Wars is coming And up. I understand that you need a, uh, a, para- or a, a column from me because the magazine is coming out soon. And I really will get to it. Um, I was going to today, and then we just kind of, the day got away from us I a know. little bit. You were busy. You were busy. You busy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Paranormal Underground Magazine's November issue. Uh, we're working on that now. Hopefully we'll fi- finalize it by early next week, so that'll go online then. Sure. And um, we've got we've ar- we've already got guests scheduled through the end of January, so we're booking up real fast. So we've got some great yeah. shows coming up. Yeah, you know, it's funny that I gave you that one guest, and you're even on the show. It's like <laughs> twice. Like yeah, twice. <laughs> like gee, uh, what was his name again? Now who was that? It was, um, the uh, I believe they were called the American Paranormal yeah. Association. Brandon okay. Alvis. Yeah. his team um yeah they're doing some good work there and they also have a web series um we did feature them in the magazine earlier this year but i would still love to try and ask them to come back oh again. yes so cheryl uh michaela wants you to know she is done she's graduated <gasps> oh come my back. gosh and if she would like the, i mean I, if she wants the metaphysics column back she can take it and i can just do the dream interpretation or That's or what you know, so oh, need congratu- to work that out. Yeah, congratulations, Michelle. People love her column, and they love having her come on the show. So, yeah. Yep, that that would be awesome. We had someone write in uh, today um, who loves the show, by the way. I didn't get a chance to pass on the message to you yet. But they wanted us to get back on, and we'll have to, we'll have to try and do this. Um, a guest that we had on in 2011. Oh, and um, let's see who. Oh, um, 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 I can't f- find the email yet, of, of course. Um, well, anyway, it, it dealt with um, a very interesting subject. But now I'm like, bl- of course, I'm blanking on what that, what that the subject. is. I, I think nobody. I think they wrote it and said they hated the no, show. No, they didn't. I want, here it is. Here it is. <laughs> I found never have me on again. You know what? What's that? Okay. Quote, I love, love your podcast. I found it on iTunes one day about a month ago while searching for UFOs. Ooh, okay. okay, blah, 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 blah. Chil- remember the episode Children from the Sky, the, ge- the green children from Woolpit? Now, I believe that was from the yeah. UK. Well, anyway, we, we were going to have them back on, have the author of the book back on, and we never did. So they were requesting a, 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 uh, another show with the author. And I, honestly, I can't remember his name well, right now. Well, if they love, love, love us, I, then... Yes, we could well allow that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, and um, but only if they stop the show every five minutes and tell us how much they love. <laughs> yeah, in caps too. By the way, you can thank his. His name is Michael, who wrote in. You can thank him. And thanks, maybe, Michael. Maybe I'll be listening to this episode at some point. So yeah, thank you. Yes, yes we will do that again. Uh-huh. We're, so I guess my point is, is we're going to be booking some pretty cool guests. We already have a bunch of book, like I said, through the end of January. And we'll be getting many more on. 
Nice. Very good. And now here we are with six minutes left. What shall we talk oh, about? Oh, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? I talk about the squeaky chair. You can hear it? I know. If you've been hearing squeaking, we are, um, because of just sort of issues with the internet here and everything yeah. else, yeah, we're cool. both on one computer. We don't have a microphone in tonight. We're just using my <laughs> external mic. Cheryl's my camera keeps zooming in on her face. Yeah. Yeah. So here's going, <clears throat> yeah, there's nothing we can do about it, folks. You know, this is, this is us, the real us. This is us, no unfiltered, no right, editing. Unfiltered. Well, but like I say, fortunately, Rob managed to keep us on, keep us on. Oh, thank God. Bob, we are not drunk. <laughs> he says, I love you guys. Of course, alcohol is involved. Oh, he is. It's oh, his birthday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. went Thanks, Bob. Bob. Well, you, you know, I'm pretty sure that I will be, cons oh, I can't, I have the show. Yeah, what? I was going to say, I will be consuming alcohol on my 50th birthday, and then I realized I can't. I have the sure show. Sure you, you can. Come on, all kind of No, bits. Cheryl, what happened when I was on the um, Percocet when I had the kidney stone all those months? How how uh, far away from us did the show get quite uh, often? Yeah, it all hell broke loose, and I, I don't, I just, I kind of blocked it out, to be honest with you. <laughs> it was that bad you blocked it out, huh? Wow. Some of it. <laughs> Darn it! It got it was it was, it, it was when the it. show was brand new, oh, and man. so Rick was Rick was new to we, new to doing radio, we, and I was stoned. Well, wait, can and, we, and Cheryl, Cheryl, <laughs> wait, can we get some clips of this and play it on our show? They're on the podcast. It? They're in the early oh, early Cheryl, days of the podcast. Grab some of the you can grab some of the weirdest moments, and we'll just play them, and we can yeah. critique. I'll, we'll see. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know. I have Come to tell on. you, I have never gone back and listened to those shows oh, because um, because I was seriously I was on Percocet all the time. I had a kidney stone for six months, Dang so it. I was on heavy, heavy Percocet, and so I had zero judgment. And Rick really didn't know what was appropriate, was not was was not appropriate. So he had zero judgment, and Cheryl Cheryl wasn't quite as bossy because she we were new, and I think she didn't want to hurt our fragile psyches or something. So this is like when you first, like you and Rick first started. Yeah, it was back in the back original shows. Right? I'm going back to iTunes, folks, and you should too. I, because I think we did like maybe what one or two shows, maybe one show before I got the kidney stone. Yeah, I think yeah. so. That sounds yeah. about right. Never done the show drunk or stoned or anything. Yeah. Well, I only did because I otherwise I would have been. I mean, I wouldn't have been able to do the show. Well, we are out here now. We just get some cannabis and we'll have a show. That's there true. It's legal here in Oregon. Oh. Another thing, you want to come to Oregon? There you go. Oh, Bert dropping f bombs. Actually, Rob, there was only one f bomb other than Zach Bagans yeah, ever dropped on ever dropped mm. on Paranormal Underground Radio or Paranormal Underground Radio in the dark, and sadly, it was <laughs> me. Karen. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I've never, I never, I never did drop the F-bomb. Not even on my show, did I? No. No. No, I said the word shit. We did have Zach Bagans drop F-bombs, but there was nothing Sweet. we could do about that because, you know, a man is a walking F-bomb a lot of the times. I think he, that's his favorite word. So, <laughs> yes. Well, there you go. All right. So, there we go. Hey, thank you, everybody who called in. You guys are fantastic. Rob and William, we're looking forward to seeing you both tomorrow. Yes. Yes. And Bob, happy birthday. Happy yeah. birthday. Happy yeah. birthday. You want us to sing again, Bob? Wouldn't you like that? Mm -hmm. He's like, yeah. drink. He said, drink. Cheryl, oh, is, Cheryl is giving us the, the no sign for singing. <laughs> wow. Thanks. Hey, we did fine. I, it was someone else that was on delay, and it wasn't us. My well, Skype I, was interfering. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, okay. well. Yeah, the old Skype excuse. It really was. Bob's <laughs> response to that is, no. No. <laughs> Whatever. That's okay. Well, you know what, Bob? I have your phone number. We'll just call and leave it on your answer. Yeah, machine. there you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. And hey, also thank you to um, Tommy G, who made sure oh, that you got on the plane, who, oh, made sure, yeah. who made sure and reassured me yes. that you were at the right gate. <laughs> yeah, he was like, Tom was like play by play to make sure that Chuck didn't get lost from <laughs> the airport to the plane. And then he, when I was on the plane, he's like, I see you're on the plane. You're okay. I'm like, I'm okay. So, yes. Yeah. So, you know, we have so many people to thank for making this live broadcast. Yeah. From I mean, this is it. This is. This may be the only time this ever happens. We're not sure. There you go. That's right. We're in the same room. Especially with those plane rides. I don't know, you know. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So with that, thank you, everybody who came on tonight. Um, Thanks. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Happy birthday, Bob. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Tom, for getting Chuck to the airport. (laughs) You know, all of that stuff. And thank you, Cheryl, for, you know, Putting up with our technical difficulties. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to Paranormal Underground Radio in the Dark here on MixLR. We will be back next week at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, and Mm -hmm. other times in In the the flyover states. We can say it right now because I'm Okay. Other times in in the the flyover states. Thank you, everybody. Have a good night. Good night. If you'd like to be a guest on Paranormal Underground Radio in the Dark, Email us at editor at paranormalunderground.net. And until next week, remember this. If something looks out of place or doesn't feel quite right, it could just be something paranormal.